and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin up in Harlem with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, let me reverse it. I'm looking at you, Mr. Listener. I'm looking at you, Mrs. Listener. I'm looking at you, Ms. Listener. I'm looking at you, Johnny Listener. Tell a friend. That's right. The quarantine cowboy is here. Yeah! With your emails. And we're going to answer them. And we got the coronavirus rant of the day. And we're going to do the charcuterie chat. And we're going to do the luxury lounge and your quick hit questions. All you gotta do, all you gotta do, ooh baby, is tell a friend now, tell a friend, tell a, tell a, tell a, tell a friend, tell a friend, and friend, and all you gotta do, sweet baby, is tell a friend now, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, that's right. We're here every single day. That's what we do. Let's get to the emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. How do I get over my last guy when I can't meet anyone new during the quarantine? Jared, thanks so much for all the extra content. I recently stopped talking to a guy I was seeing who refused to commit and clearly only wanted to hook up. The issue is that the hookups were very enjoyable and I can't move on. Slash, find anyone new to talk to since all the bars and everything are closed. Is it worth trying dating apps right now? I need to squash the loneliness and keep myself from texting them. Yes, 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 dating apps. DMs, text to people that you never thought you would have done. Now is the time to take a shot because right now every conversation can be had out over the phone and you don't need to do anything. Here's what happens on a dating app. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Oh, what are you doing this weekend? I had a good weekend. How was your weekend? Conversation, conversation, conversation. Now it gets to a point you have to go on a drink. You have to. That's what the normal usually thing is. You have to go on a drink and you're sitting there going, ugh, do I want to go on a drink with this person? Do I want to leave my couch? Do I want to leave my apartment? The beauty of the quarantine and the coronavirus, if there's any beauty in it at all, is that you can keep going and seeing if this conversation is worthy of continuing. You can jump ship earlier. So you should go on these apps Meet new people, meet new friends, not meet new friends, but meet new people, meet and and go through the conversations. Get a little weird. Take some shots. Here's the thing. You were going through dating apps before this whole debacle as if there was something to lose. Shouldn't this let you know there was nothing to lose the whole time? Shouldn't this whole thing let you know that the people that are going to be there for you will always be there for you and the people who are fakes aren't answering your texts right now? That's what you're being face-to-face with. That's the big change. So yes, get on the dating apps. Yes, pull out the vibrator. Yes, pull out the dildo. Yes, sit on the shampoo bottle that you've been wondering if it fit up your ass. 
Do everything. Why not? Now's the time to get a little weird. Say the thing you were afraid to say. Say the thing that you thought, oh, I don't want to be too much. There's no such thing as too much. The world has ended. We are in post-corona times. It is time to stop blaming. Well, here's the thing that it is illuminated. There was nothing you could say that was too weird. It was just you, and they didn't want to deal with you. So they moved on. That guy that you were seeing that didn't want to commit, it took you seven extra months to figure that out. But if you were in Corona times, you would have said, hey, are you going to come over? And they would have gone, I don't know, I don't know. And then you would have gone, oh, you're not really the one. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, Jared, big time fan. We just saw Hinge post the ridiculous challenge on Instagram. We feel like this would be just the salting on the wound. Love to see what your thoughts are. Thanks for keeping us entertained during the quarantine. So they sent this post, Hinge, and if we could put this on, uh, post this on the YouTube, Hinge posted a meme that said, quarantine activity. Reach out to someone you recently ghosted and apologize. Give them the opportunity to get a little bit of closure. My issue with this, and I do like Hinge, I like the people at Hinge, we have a great relationship. This is wrong. This is absolving people of personal responsibilities. What you're doing, in a ghosting situation, two people are at fault. The ghoster's wrong. Don't get me wrong. The ghoster is wrong. But the ghosted... Let that person stop texting them. They didn't text them back. Hey, this is over for me. You are taking away self-responsibility. You're, this To say to someone who to, that, that ghosted, oh, reach out so that they have closure. Why don't the person that got ghosted get closure on their own? Why don't they reach out and say, hey, it was really fucked up that you didn't answer me two weeks after we fucked. And now it's been a month and I still haven't heard from you and I don't want to hear from you again. And that's what I want you to know, that it's over for me now. If you come back to me, you won't be coming back to a blowjob. You won't be coming back to Cunnilingus. You'll be coming back to a ghost of your own. So if you text me when you're drunk, just know you're texting someone who doesn't think you're a mature enough person to be in a relationship. That's the real thing you should be saying to people, Hinge. Hey, if you feel you've gotten ghosted, text the person who ghosted you that it's over for you. Because this insinuates that all of us are just weak vessels just waiting to get ghosted. Nah, 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 nah. Two people in a relationship. Two people to ghost. Two people to fuck. Two people to suck. Two people to lick. That's how many people it takes, and it, do- and it takes two people to ghost. So you, person who got ghosted, stop. To say to the people that, go- what do you think, Hinge, Hinge, what do you think? You're teaching people how to be better human beings? They had parents. They weren't raised by wolves. They're embarrassed. They know what they did. Your nudge over Instagram isn't going to get someone to go, you know what? I hadn't thought about it. I should reach out to that girl. All your nudge is going to do is get someone to reach out that never really hated the person. They were just embarrassed that they had to break up with the person because they didn't like them enough to go over the hump. 
Ghosting is narcissism. Ghosting is saying, well, that person can't handle losing me. That's what ghosting is. It's someone thinking that they're such a catch that the other person can't handle the idea that they were just someone they wanted to fuck. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Reaching back out. Hi, Jared. Back in December, I reached out to a guy I used to work with. I always thought he was cute and we got along well, but he was dating someone when we worked together, so I never said anything. When I messaged him, he said he was very happy to go out and exchange numbers quickly and set up a date. The day of, he messaged me saying he had just gotten out of a tumultuous relationship, unclear if it was the girl he was dating when we worked together, and he was feeling anxious about starting again. I told him no problem and thanked him for being honest, and we haven't talked since. Now that we're quarantined and it's been three months, (laughs) three months later, now that I'm coming back to my phone and thinking of who hasn't told me no, I don't fucking hate you, I've been thinking about it again. He hasn't looked at my Insta stories or liked any of my posts, but I wonder if that's because he's not been uh, not too active on social media and doesn't want to give the wrong idea. Wondering what your thoughts are and if I should reach back out or not. Thanks. Stay healthy and safe. Here's what I'll say. Every guy that you approach with, hey, I used to like you and I just wanted to put it out there, will take you in. Men with pussy are a lot like caring foster homes. We'll take you in for some time. Jess, is that what it's called? What is it, a foster home? What's the one that's before you go to where you were adopted? Okay. Men are like foster homes. We'll take all pussy that's out there running around. We'll take you in, we'll hug you, we'll tickle you, we'll tell you how pretty you are, but you can't stay forever. That's the reality. You have to be sent along. So for this guy, when you reached out to, because growing up, men were told, were were denied so much. And I know boo-hoo men, you got denied, but I'm just saying, if you get, if we're going to give women the ability to blame society for the Disney movies and all this. We should give men some ability to blame some of society's ills on themselves, on how they act in relationships too. Men were told, you, we've been putting ourselves out there to fuck. You got to fuck. You got to find a girl. You got to fuck. You got to fuck. You got to fuck. And then you put yourself out there and you got turned down, turned down, turned down that the minute someone says, hey, I'm ready to fuck, you go, get over here. I got to eat. Oh my God. I'll take whatever I can. And then what we do is we take it in and then we we sparse out after we realize we don't need it or want it. So we will take in all comers to come. So my point to her is he was very nice when you reached out. No guy, when you say, hey, I was really attracted to you. And then he got to the point of the date and he said, uh, you know what? I got to give it up. You know what? This thing is still going on. This girl that I'm dating tumultuous ending to him that really meant I'm still dating this other girl so I understand why now you're thinking of him because he was just nice enough all he's always going to be just nice enough he's always going to seem like he's never no guy is going to get the text from you saying hey you know what I've been thinking a lot about you know that when we work together you're really good looking I think we should go for a drink no guy's going to go no 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 
Ugly bitch, get out of here. Shoo, shoo. No, 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 you're not a stray cat. You're a foster kid. We'll take you in. We'll let you suck at our teeth. And then we'll go, uh, you got to go with a real family now. Someone's got to adopt you. You can only stay here so long. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. COVID hinge convos. JTrain, longtime listener and fan of everything you do. Thanks for the endless daily content. It's officially part of my daily schedule. Please never stop. I'm a single 26-year-old who's been casually dating a different guy, uh, casually dating different guys for the last few years. I've used the apps before, but usually wind up deleting my profile once I realize I keep finding the same kind of guy who isn't looking for what I'm looking for. I've been off the apps for a few months, but got back on recently to see what the dating scene is really like during social distancing. Below is the first convo I've had since getting back on the apps a few days ago. It's always a red flag when a guy... Okay, so let's see. Here's the... We'll read the conversation. So he writes... The guy writes to her, illegally downloaded movie and avoid corona together? Question mark. She writes, you know, I've been dying to see that Invisible Man movie. He writes, not to brag, but I can make that happen if you want to come over. She writes... That might be my best bet if Google fails me this weekend. Trying to space out all my exciting activities, you know? He writes, wow, can really tell you want to hang out with me. With a sweaty emoji. She writes, yeah, haven't convinced me yet. What can I say? He writes, mm, access to any movies or show you want to watch and cuddling with me isn't enough? She writes, the whole complete stranger thing has something to do with it, LOL. He writes, I mean, what's a life without risks? When you get here, send all those alert things to your friends, letting them know where you are. <laughs> she writes, you just have all the answers, huh? He writes, mm, I usually do, haha. And then he writes again, so when are you free? She writes, it's always a red flag when a guy's idea of a first date is a Netflix and chill. But am I crazy for thinking this is especially a larger red flag during this time of quarantine and everything? I've listened to you enough. I know this guy probably only looking to hook up and be social media friends for the rest of our lives. And that's not what I'm interested in. But I feel like a lot of girls can relate to the convos like these. So I'm wondering if there's any guy, any other way to talk to these kind of guys. After he sent that last message, my initial reaction was to respond, but I honestly don't even think it would be worth trying to reason with the guy. I'm excited to hear what you think. <clears throat> there is no point to reasoning with this guy. His first message is, "Come." he goes, illegally downloaded movie and avoid corona together? His first message is, come over. I don't want to go over any with anyone that their first message is, come over. In any situation, if I had a friend that texted me, a friend, if it was someone I've known since the beginning of my life that texted me, hey, come over, I would go, why? What do you, what do you mean, come over? What's going on? Who's going to be there? You ever see that meme, who's going to be there? We all want to know who's going to be there. So anyone that would send this is a crazy person. He doesn't even know if he likes you enough. All he has done, he hasn't even, even taken the time to see other pictures of you. I'm not saying during these times you shouldn't meet up with someone at all. What I am saying is don't reason with the person whose first instinct is come over right away. That person is unreasonable because they're unreasonable in any context. If my mom was like, come over, I go, why? 
Well, come over. I'll tell you when you get here. No, I want to know where I'm going, what's going to happen there, who's going to be there, what type of food, what the temperature of the room is going to be. Do we need? Uh, do I need to bring a bathing suit? Like, I want to know all the fucking information. This person pissed me off because they both pissed me off because you both. I understand at that point you should go. You know you don't want this, so goodbye. The more you talk with him, the more he thinks, well, she's attracted enough to reason with me. If you're not attracted enough to reason with them to do what they want to do, don't even start down that path at all. Because in his mind, you have to understand in his mind, this is all attraction-based. He is attracted enough to fuck you. Not enough to talk to you, not enough to get to know whether the hour at his place is even worth it, just enough for you to walk in, take off his pants, and fucking come. That's how much, because he's put that much effort into sussing out who should come over. He just, this is the same to me as going on Facebook and going, who wants to come over for a movie? It's like, dude, really? All thousand of your Facebook friends? You don't care who says yes? Because all of us should be worried about the worst type of person who could come over. If he's not worried about the worst type of person that could come over and spend an hour of his life with, then he doesn't give a shit who it is. He just wants a vessel. But you should also stop talking to a person like this. This is not worth your time. You have to understand that it, just because these people exist out there, not it, that doesn't mean that they're the only one out there. Just because there's someone writing to you, hey, let's coronavirus and chill, doesn't mean that, ever, that you, just because they talk to you doesn't mean no one else will talk to you ever. Get rid of this guy. Get to the guy who goes, hey, what have you been doing? Takes an actual interest. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, Jared, love the podcast. Listen every week. I've been to your show with friends. We've all had such a great time. I'm writing to you because I've been talking to a guy recently who I was seeing in the fall. In the fall, he had just gotten out of a long-term relationship and realized it was too much too soon when we ended things. Right before COVID, we ran into each other and began going on dates and hooking up again. He's always been bad with his phone, which usually doesn't bother me, but during a time where we can't see each other, it does. The last time we hung out, we had a conversation about how we both liked each other and wanted to keep communicating during this time. We also took taking we are also taking things slow. We are both quarantining in our family homes. I sent him this text after listening to a recent pocket episode of yours and got this response. I'm so confused by this text. What does it mean? Also, I know he still works late at, even at home, but his delayed response to mean anything or is he just a bad texter? Do you have any advice on anything to say or should I just wait out until uh, during this weird time? Thanks for all your help. So to review, they hooked up in the fall after his breakup. They didn't want to get serious. Uh, they ended things because uh, he didn't want to get serious. They run into each other. So then they start dating and hooking up again. COVID happens. Now they say they like each other and we'll see where it goes. She writes, LOL, how can you focus with that? He writes, not well, haha. what's up? She writes, watching TV, was on a walk listening to a podcast. They actually said something cool. They said people are FaceTiming and listening to podcasts together. I think it'd be fun if we picked one and did that this weekend. Then he gets back a day later. Didn't mean not to respond and love your enthusiasm, but might have to pass on that one. Sorry. Smiley face. Uh-oh. Here's what's going on. I know that you guys are claiming you like each other. Here's what happens. 
The random run into each other is the best excuse to hook up ever. That's the best excuse because here's what it does. It absolves you. Here's what happens. You start dating. You get to a point where you go, I don't want to get more serious. She she doesn't want to get more serious. Let's end it completely. Now you've had this hard breakup. Then you run into each other randomly and you go, hey, this was a lot of fun. And now because you've said yes, because you've already had the breakup, this person who ended it is now absolved of being an asshole. So this guy that she's writing in about, they had a breakup. Then they run into each other. The breakup is understood with their run-in. Hey, you know I don't want to get serious when I because now when they bring it up again down the road, you can go, hey, I told you I didn't want to get serious the first time we dated. So right now when you brought up, hey, let's, uh, let's uh, listen to a podcast together, which I agree was a good idea. He's saying, I, don't, I want to be hooking up, but I don't want to be that serious. He's doing the same thing he did back in the fall when he ended it. Right now, he knows he can say to you, love your enthusiasm, which is fuck, what a douchebag way to respond. Love your enthusiasm, babe. Ooh, look at you hustling out here. But I'm going to take a rain check, not for me. All he's saying is I don't want to be serious. He will never get FaceTime serious with you. And he's answering that, and he feels comfortable answering that because he's already been the dick. You can't be a dickhead twice. You can only be a dickhead once. So that first breakup, he was the dickhead. The second one, you go, well, we did run into each other, and he did tell me before that he didn't want to get into anything serious, so I have to take him at his word. See? We love the run into each other hookup because if he had texted you, then he's at fault. If he had texted you and been like, hey, I've been thinking a lot about you and you know whether we should hook up or not or, or how things ended and I want to get back together, then you could go, then why'd you reach out to me again? Right? So because you ran into each other, he has in his back pocket, well, it was just fate bringing us back together to fuck again. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com we're here every single day with the freed by noon podcast all you got to do is tell a friend share it tell a friend tell a friend anyone with ears will take them your mama your papa your brother your sister anyone with ears anyone with eyes we're on youtube if you're not subscribed on youtube you gotta get subscribed love doing youtube hi youtube land uh let's do every day on the freed by noon podcast we're going to do a coronavirus rant of the day hit the music shelby on today's coronavirus rant of the day i want to talk about you i want to talk about anyone using the phrase now more than ever let's stop saying now more than ever we know what you're trying to get at what did you just pull out all the 9-11 commercials out of the bin they did this they do this every time there is a recession every time we have a national tragedy like 9-11 every now coronavirus all these commercials go now more than ever why don't you fucking say what you mean hey things suck right now we're in a shithole lexus is here for you We're not going to make you pay your bills if you can't, Lexus. That's the thing. All these companies try to sound like they're our friend. 
Like McDonald's, now more than ever, you need a McGriddle to make yourself feel better, and we won't charge you for the Grubhub fee. Like, and what happens is, when these companies start using the phrase now more than ever, now every idiot feels free to use it. Now all your influencers are, are putting now more than ever. You need the fit tea to feel good about your eating decisions. And then it gets to the point now more than ever becomes this like fucking slogan of when times are bad where I know I'm getting sold by someone. And it gets to the point where there's like five year olds going, hi, Jared. Now more than ever, I need a bottle with my formula. It's like everyone is just copying the commercial writer that we heard say it better than us. So now we're all walking around doing hearts and prayers now more than ever per your email. Uh, Hopefully all is well. Checking in on you. Now we all sound like the beginning of a fucking email. Now more than ever is time to stop using now more than ever. It's over. Now more than ever. Because all they're trying to say is I don't want to say what's going on. I just want to like hint at I know things are shitty. Well, now more than ever, things aren't shitty for you, Mr. Lexus. Things aren't shitty for you, Mr. Mercedes. Things aren't shitty for you, uh, uh, Mr. Amazon. Thanks, Mr. Whole Foods, now more than ever. That's today's coronavirus rant. We're every day with your coronavirus rant of the day. Send yours in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do uh, the luxury lounge. You know, luxury lounge is something I do on my Patreon. What's a Patreon? Patreon is a platform where artists and content providers like myself can put out extra content for money, okay? $5 a month, you get an extra two podcasts a week plus video plus blogs. So if you want that, go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Every week on my Patreon, we do a thing called Luxury Lounge. Let's go to the lounge, Shelby. Hit the music. Luxury Lounge is when you get to complain about something that you can't really complain about. Today, I'm going to complain about, because there's other things going on now more than ever. Today, I want to talk about the Apple TV remote. The Apple TV remote is the worst thing to ever happen to me in my entire life. Every single day, I am faith. Because what bothers me about the Apple TV remote is it's made by Apple. Apple has the most intuitive genius products of our time. They are literally how we are operating today. Everything we do is because Apple came up with a solution. And then they come out with Apple TV and they give you a remote that is the size of a baby's hand and it has this like touch board that's more sensitive than a fucking woke kid in Brooklyn and you every time you touch it something pops up and then in the dark it doesn't have the thing about a real a real remote the one from Fios the one from Verizon has a little that lights up it has different shaped buttons so that you can feel it when it's dark the only way to use the Apple remote is in literally the brightest of lights I as if Apple believes I take I watch TV in a tanning booth is that where you think I watch TV? We're in a in a fucking tanning booth with lights. Do you think I'm watching TV on a on a on a on a TV set with lights, camera, action? 
Because if it's if the lights are even dimmed a little, you don't know if you're holding it the right way. You don't know if up is down, left is right, where the volume is versus the menu thing. I click menu 7,000 times throughout the thing. And the thing is, Apple only creates products to create more products. What bothers me is Apple could simply just create a better remote. But they didn't. They had to create a worse one so that they could create like Apple night vision goggles that we'll all have to buy to be able to use the Apple remote that sucks better. Because whenever, because Apple does this a lot, they'll give you a charger that you all of a sudden you get used to the charger and you plug it in the wall and then all of a sudden they give you a new charger, a new a, a charger that doesn't connect to anything except their stuff. So now you got to go and buy 40 new chargers with the new connection. The same thing's gonna happen with the Apple remote, and that's why that Apple remote is the worst fucking thing to ever happen in the history of remotes and in my life. That's today's Luxury Lounge. Every day, every week, you can get a Luxury Lounge at my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I do podcasts twice a week. Also, advice, if you want your emails taken, Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. $15 a month, you can get your questions answered. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Let's do the charcuterie chat. Hit the music, Shelby. Every day we do a charcuterie chat here on the Freed by Noon podcast. Today's charcuterie chat is about signs on the board. Any sign that is on the board to tell you what the item is. I think there is no bigger bullshit than putting a sign that says what the type of cheese is. Because what it says to the people at your party is that you knew what the cheese was. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You had no idea the difference between a Gouda and a Brie and an American. You're as big an idiot as I am, okay? You're not a cheese monger. You didn't know what wine went with it. You Googled all this and you asked someone smarter than you to help you out. So the minute you put out that sign that say Camber Bay or whatever the fuck it says, now you get to look like you knew what that was. Uh-uh! All of your signs should have a little number in the corner that says how long you Googled how to spell the type of cheese on that board. Because we know you don't know what the cheese is. Because now we walk into your party, we go, oh, shit. She knows all these types of cheeses. He knows all these types of cheeses. No, you didn't. Someone helped you. I want the name. I want hashtag the name of your cheesemonger. You should be giving credit because it's not you that knew what Brie was. It's not you that knew, hey, and this one's a little stinky. And sometimes they'll put like descriptions. This one's a little stinky. And this one's a hard cheese. This is a sharp cheddar from Vermont. You don't even know where fucking Vermont is on a map. Don't tell us what it is with your cards unless the cards explain who's smarter than you gave you that information. That's today's charcuterie chat. We're here with charcuterie chat every day on the Freed by Noon podcast. Send yours in. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do some quick hits. Hit the music, Shelby. What hobbies should we pick up during quarantine? Oh, I think baking. Baking is a great hobby. Why not? Now you have the time with all the flour and stuff and the mixing and you can mess with the butter levels. I got a friend who's really into baking. I think this is really taking him to another level. Are single people who aren't on dating apps just totally fucked for as long as the kroner is around? Um, I think if you say, I think if you're single, 
and you say you won't do something to meet someone new, then you're fucked in general. Anybody with no's in their hearts is going to lose in general. So if you're one of those people whose religion it is that you don't use dating apps, oh, not me. I only meet in person because I'm an old soul. Well, why don't you and your old soul stop using your phone to email? You and your old soul stop drinking uh, flavored sodas that are delicious. Why don't you and your old soul stop having vodka? You go, you're, hey, old soul, why don't you go start making bathtub uh, alcohol for your drinks? You're such an old soul. How to get along with sister-in-law. Um, I think admitting that you don't get along, that helps. I think going to your sister-in-law and being like, hey, it feels like I, I now that like with what's going on in the world, I hate having bad mojo with someone, and it feels like we have bad mojo. And then they can go, no, we don't. They can lie to you. No, we don't. Then you go, okay, so can we stop, you know, then let's be cool. Let's go for lunch. If we don't have bad mojo, do you want to go for lunch this week? Be the person that goes through awkward, not around awkward. Is now a good time to get back on the dating apps? Yes. What do you mean when you talk about Jamila Jamil? I am someone who very early on was anti-Jamila Jamil. To me, Jamila Jamil is someone who has is a professional at gaining a following off of looking like a good person online, which is the easiest place to look like a good person. Go Google everything you want about her. Google her and Michelle Collins and look what she had to write about her. Jamila Jamil is, is, is someone, I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm saying her business is built off of the incentive to sound like a good person and make other people evil. I just need tips on staying sane while my roommate's boyfriend quarantines with us. Uh, become friends with the boyfriend. The boyfriend knows a bunch of other dudes that could be introduced to you. And if you like your roommate, then your roommate's boyfriend's friends are going to be people that you're probably going to like too. Why don't you guys have a happy hour together? Do margaritas. How do you enforce shoes off in the house with the live-in boyfriend during quarantine? So I am someone that I like sometimes putting on my shoes because it makes me feel like I'm having a day. It makes me feel like I'm like a worthwhile person. I'm actually like on the move. I can actually leave the apartment, come back in. It makes it feel like I'm not trapped and I'm not in my Snuggie. What I would say is go... You should have a no shoes, no socks policy. When you have socks on, it feels like you should be in your bed wrapped up in a blanket. At least when you are barefoot or shoes, I feel like I can actually do things. That's me. Best thing and worst thing about sheltering with your girlfriend. The best thing is that we have fun and we laugh a lot and it's someone to talk to and we love each other and everything's great. Um, There's really no worst thing. I mean, she hates TikTok, and I'm trying to learn TikTok, so it's really hard to learn TikTok while someone gets annoyed every time I open it. Has anyone checked on Shelby during the quarantine? Shelby, are you there? Speak to us, Shelby. There it is. We checked in with him. Scared I'll be fatter than the profile pics after the quarantine. Should I stop swiping? No. We're all going to be fatter. Who cares? Here's the thing. The idea that someone doesn't look like their profile picture, that whole talk is way louder than the reality. Everyone knows what you look like. And your pictures on the profile are not that much different from you. And that is just something people scream about because it's interesting to talk about at a brunch. 
That's the thing that everyone can complain about. Go, oh, you're right. It's not as big a problem as people make it out to be. Um, I'm 21. He's 24. We flirt over Insta. Uh, but he Facebook friended me. Okay. Why don't you... Here's what you do. Hey, man, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, let's take this to text. Take it to the next level. Take it to a more personal place. Um, which neighborhood are you moving to? Uh, I'm moving downtown. I'll be downtown in NYC. FaceTiming everyone all the time sucks. Yeah, it sucks. So does uh, having to not you know be quarantined. That sucks too. But you know, there's two types of people. There's, there's people who see things that suck and go, okay, how do I make the best of a bad situation? And then there's people that go, everything sucks. Suck, 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 suck. You know what we do? We avoid those people and we go hang out with the people trying to be positive. Boyfriend and I thinking of moving in because he's spent quarantine here and it's been great. Thoughts? I think that's a great idea. Here's uh, the last time I moved in with someone was my brother was after the Hurricane Sandy. My brother was living downtown. I was living on the Upper East. Hurricane Sandy came, and he was displaced from his apartment. So then he slept on my couch for the next maybe six weeks because then his apartment lease ran up. And it was through that interaction that I saw, oh, okay, we'd be good living partners. Yeah, living with someone is always going to be hard. Living with someone is always going to be a little awkward and a little... But as long as you... See the dynamic. Now you're getting a chance to see the dynamic. Why not? The run on sanitizer and cleaning supplies confirms most are normally filthy. No, I don't think that's the case. I think people are running to get sanitizers and 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 uh, cleaning supplies because they want control. They are in a place where they don't know what the future will bring. They don't know what the future will have. They don't know if their jobs are going to be okay, their relationships will be okay. The one thing they can do is make sure they got enough toilet paper if they have diarrhea. And that makes people feel better. I get that. I don't think you should be ripping it out of someone's hands so that they don't have any. But I do understand the idea of like, I want to know that I'm prepared so that when I get to that moment of needing it, I won't look in the mirror and be like, you're the fuck up. You, no one wants to look in the mirror and go, I'm a fuck up. And so they, they get as much cleaning supplies as possible. How to explain to your boyfriend that you have anxiety about your relationship? Well, you should say, I think when you say I have anxiety about my relationship, that is too vague to fix. I think you need to write down, yes, write it down, the things that give you anxiety about the relationship. Hey, when you do this, I feel this. When you do this, I feel this. Because then you can, now you're sitting at the table negotiating. When you say, this relationship gives me anxiety, now you're just out in the air dancing. And then no one knows what to do. You're just a crazy person screaming in the street. You know what we do when we see a crazy person in the street? We walk to the other sidewalk because we want to get away from you. But when you come up to someone in the street and you say, hey, you just threw garbage on the ground. Do you mind picking that up now? Well, I threw it on the ground because I thought it went in the trash can. Now you're having a conversation with somebody. JTrain Podcast at Jiba.com. We're here every single day with your Freed by Noon episodes. Keep sharing. Keep telling friends. We'll be back next episode. Boom.